From the Thinking Out Loud studios, it's the Thinking Out Loud podcast with Kevin and Kyle, the podcast that exists to help you navigate the culture of today from a biblical perspective and to help you grow in your relationship with God. God has commissioned and called you to be a light in this culture. The only way you can do that is to know the truth. No matter what circumstance you're facing, no matter what season of life that you're in, if you truly want to find success in that season, you're going to have to go back to the simple question of what does God say about me in this moment? There's no shortage of information in this culture, but there is a shortage of truth. Welcome back to the Thinking Out Loud podcast. My name is Kevin Wilson. And I am Kyle, and we are excited to be back with you today. Hey, listen, before we get into the episode, I have a scenario that popped off today, and I want to ask Kevin this, but if you're listening, whether you're in the car or you're at home, or maybe you're like me and you're ordering from Amazon at 8 a.m. in the morning, so you're in that same scenario. So Kevin, here's the deal. I have been ordering like crazy for our summer camp. We're taking our teenagers up north for summer camp. And one thing I've learned to do as a married man is I learned to bargain shop. Usually if it's at Lowe's, it's on Amazon and it's much cheaper. So yep. I uh, we're going to do this slip and slide kickball game up there. I had to get like 100 feet of uh, plastic wrap, a bunch of soap, a bunch of paint. And then I was like, okay, I need four kid pools. So I find a great price. I'm like, okay, I get four kid pools for about I think after tax and shipping and stuff, it's like 52 bucks. So it's a little over $10 a pool. So I order it on Amazon. And for some reason, this is the one package that hasn't come in yet out of everything that I've ordered. So then I wake up this morning and I get a notification on my phone and Amazon is apologizing to me because they've lost my package. So some of you out there, you've probably been there where you've been waiting on something and Amazon messed it up for you. So listen, so... They said, listen, just accept the refund and we will already re- we'll, we'll have the refund set. We'll just send the refund to the credit card that you use to, to buy all the stuff. So I said, okay, fine. We'll just refund it. When I get into my office, I'll repurchase some pools for somewhere else. So I get the refund and they apologized. They were like, listen, this is, this is our fault. We're going to refund it. We lost the tracking on it. We don't know that it's going to ship. Uh, It's going to make it to your destination. So I get the refund and I drive my happy butt 30 minutes into the office. And lo and behold, sitting at my office door is the Amazon package of the pools that they said they lost. (laughs) Okay. Here I have. So listen, listen now. Here's my dilemma. They thought they lost the package. I thought they lost the package. I wanted my $52 back. But my package, after the decision was already made, ends up getting delivered to my door. Is it a sin (laughs) for me to accept the package and the $52? Or do I need to say, hey, listen, the pool's arrived. I think I owe you $52 back. Is that, do I default on their error? Or do I give the $52 back? You give the $52 back. And if Amazon is anything like they've been with me, which is nothing but absolutely amazing, they're probably going to say, just keep the pools. We don't care about the $52 because 
you know, <laughs> it, it's probably what they're going to do. And I, hey, you know, and I'm sure somebody's out there going, Amazon, they're terrible. They, you know, I don't know. I'm sure somebody doesn't like Jeff Bezos or something, but so their I, customer I service is amazing. That. I was like, they're probably going to say, ah, keep the $52, right? Yeah. So I was just, I just, I just, I had that slight debate in my mind. Now, if you guys know me, you know me well enough to know. I'm going to email them and say, hey, listen, you gave me a refund, but the pools did arrive. So if you want, I can send that. The reason I'm waiting is because the refund hasn't totally been made yet. And so I don't want there to be an accident where they're like, oh, yeah, we need that payment. And then they they pull the payment out, even though they haven't paid me back yet. You know what I'm saying? Oh, right. And so then I paid double for something. And so, but I was like, how many people are listening to the show right now that have probably gone through that process and they've made the other decision (laughs) where they were like, I'm keeping the pools and the money. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I'm sure people do that all the time, you know, but but it's the same, you know, I, I, I think of that, like I think of, and I know I'm gonna get myself in trouble here, but when people share Amazon accounts, Netflix accounts, Hulu hey, accounts. Man, why are you looking at me like that? Listen, Don't be looking at me like that. Hey. Well, I don't do that. I, I didn't say you did. <laughs> Maybe I, just, I do. Maybe I, I don't. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You know, this is I'm just a national I'm just show, man. I you pay, can't be saying. I pay my twelve ninety nine a month for Netflix. <laughs> what? twelve ninety nine? Uh, I'm paying like, like seventeen ninety nine. No, bro, it's like thirteen dollars. No, 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 no. I swear I'm paying. No, no, I swear I'm paying seventeen ninety nine for Netflix. You're getting robbed. I don't know why, but I I know I'm paying like thirteen, bro. Ah, I don't know. I I'm gonna have to look at my account, but (laughs) you got Netflix Supreme. (laughs) I don't know what be on that, but um, well, yeah. (laughs) Well, listen, listen, listen. Before we go any further into that, listen, if you're ever in that in that dilemma, you have to do what's morally correct. We know that. And so every now and then being morally correct pays out anyway. And like Kevin said, maybe they'll just say, hey, listen, thanks for your honesty. But it was initially our mistake. So keep the fifty two dollars in the pool. Hopefully that's how it goes. I'll update you guys next episode and I'll let you know how that goes. And everyone should have their own Netflix account. Just saying. Just put just putting that thir- out there for $13. If you're paying $17, there's issues. I don't know. So. I, I have to look. <laughs> Maybe I'm confused. <laughs> Listen, Netflix should not cost more than a gym membership, okay? So. <laughs> All right. So anyway, listen, guys, we have a topic today that we want to talk to you about. Now, many of you, like me, are probably going to say, listen, I've never even heard of the term that you're saying right now. And up until this show and doing research for this show, I knew the definition of this term and I knew the process of this term, but I never really heard this term used in conversation. But today we are going to discuss a term that's called virtue signaling. And I'm going to give you the definition, uh, but Kevin and I would like to kind of simplify that definition. So I'll lay it out and then Kevin will simplify that for us. But basically virtue signaling is the action or the practice of publicly expressing our opinions or our sentiments intended to demonstrate our good character or the moral correctness of our position on a particular issue. That is a very long and confusing definition. So Kevin, give us what it really means. Okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, So it's an empty act done publicly 
with the intent of enhancing one's own image. So basically, you're saying something or doing something publicly to enhance your own image. So it's just like mm-hmm. this selfish, you know, this selfish thing that you do to make yourself look better, essentially, is what it is. And this is something that I truly, I, like Kyle said, you know, I've, I, I've seen this happen plenty of times, and I feel like it's happened more and more. I think pre-pandemic it was happening, but man, once 2020 hit, and all the things that were happening. So, you know, the masks debates, the the racial division, all the things that we were facing, it just became virtue signaling all over the place. I mean, it's just, you know, on both sides. And I think, you know, as we looked at this and as we researched this, we realized, I mean, this is this is something that as Christians, we really need to dig into and understand what this is. And, and, and I think once we go over some examples today, I think you guys are going to be like, wow, like, yeah, mm-hmm. I never really thought of it that way. You know, I never realized that that is virtue signaling, you know? So I, I, I just think we need to, we just want to go into that today, talk a little bit about it, inform you, because as Christians, at the end of the day, we have to ask ourselves, is this biblical? Like, are we, are we doing things, are we getting caught up in the hype? Are we getting caught up in just what's going on? So that's what we want to talk about today. And, you know, we want to give you some examples of this. And I, I, think, it, I think that's important. And so let's just jump right in. Let's jump right into the topic and talk about virtual si- signaling. All right. So let's take, for instance, so you hear things like, let's just go, let's just go crazy, like immediately. You hear, you hear, <laughs> the, you hear the phrase, Black Lives Matter, right? Everybody heard that. You know, it was all through 2020, into 2021. Everybody's putting it on their Facebook post, they're putting it on their, their image for their Facebook page, all of that kind of stuff, you know, a blackout Tuesday, all of these things. Right. Mm -hmm. And we look at things like that and we say, okay, I get it. People are saying black lives matter, like black lives matter. Why, Why is that wrong? Why should we, you know, black lives should matter. You're right. Black lives should matter. Here's the problem. When people say that a lot of times they're saying it to look as though they're being virtuous. They're saying it to say, you know what? All of this stuff that's going on, I feel like it's unfair. And I'm going to, as a white person and black, but I'm just going to use a white person, for example, I'm just going to go up and say, Black Lives Matter, because I want everyone to know that I care about black people. Okay. That in and of itself, without any action behind that, is virtue signal. It's because you're yeah. basically saying, oh, yeah, I just want everybody to know that I'm with black people so that people, you know, would look, will look at me as I'm, you know, I'm, I'm virtuous. I'm, I'm, I'm all about black people, but you don't do you never have done anything right when it comes to, you know, helping out the people that you say are underserved. Yeah. And I was reading an article today and that was one of the concerns was we see a lot of people, especially with racism in general, there's been a lot that's happened that's propagated racism in the last year or so. And 
just researching the website, it, the, the website was saying the most discouraging thing that we could have ever gotten out of it is a bunch of people to say, in quotes, I believe racism is bad, but that's as far as they went. Yeah. There, there was nothing that was physically done. There was no action that was actually taken besides making a stance on social media to trigger somebody else for the sake of just wanting to take a stand to say, hey, I'm being virtuous in this situation. In all reality, you're, you're calling your own front out. You know what I'm saying? You're kind of just boasting about where you stand, but you're not doing anything to prove that. And so it was almost as if the article was saying that was the biggest danger to racism. Yeah. Was just saying racism is bad and not doing anything to do anything about it. Right. Exactly. And I think what we're going to see through all of this is virtue signaling. It 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 brings up these issues, but it doesn't it does nothing to solve it. Right. So if we if, if there is a million people on Facebook who puts up Black Lives Matter and only 500 of those people actually go out and do things to help the African-American community. Then are we really moving the needle? Like if, if you're saying that's a big yeah. issue, right? Are we really moving the needle forward? And so I look at it, you know, when people were saying things in 2020 and they were saying things like, hey, you know, you know, I, you know, I realize I'm a racist or, you know, I'm one of those people with white privilege, right? And they would say those things. But I would argue, do you really, really feel that? Do you, I mean, it, it, do you really feel like you're privileged or are you saying, how about like apologizing? Yeah. Apologizing. So I'll just come out on air and I'll just say that, like, I, I took a stand and said, I will never apologize to somebody for something I never did. Hmm. And that's just how I felt. And, and even with the whole Coke thing that was going out with, you hear like the be less white, you know, and there's, yeah. there's the, the critical race theory and things like that. I mean. I know people are thinking, why are we sitting on the race thing? But that's where it kind of started. So, Kevin, virtue signaling in itself could be good. It can bring awareness to things. But the problem is, virtue signaling can't stay just there. It right. has to promote an action. And what it hasn't done was there's been, it hasn't promoted action. There's just been a lot of signage and there's been a lot of phrases and there's been a lot of talk, but there hasn't been a whole lot of action. And so we've seen that it just in itself with the racism where it's like, it felt good in the moment, right? For, for some people to say, Hey, listen, I'm going to camp on this side. I'm going to apologize. I'm going to be less white. I'm going to think about this critical race theory and how people are just born racist and I need to learn, unlearn my racist traits. And Kev, that to me, that was, that was all feel good, no momentum, very empty. That is what virtue signaling can do to a culture. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, when you look at even you, you look at the abortion debate, you know, and we as Christians, you know, we are pro-life. I mean, that that's just who we are. You know, if you read the word of God and, you know, I've always said you can't you can't kneel in prayer and ask God's will for your life and God's will for America and God's will for the world and then raise up from that prayer and then go support the killing of innocent babies. Right. And you have people that go out and I'm talking about Christians. Right. 
who will literally say things like, well, if you really care about people as a Christian and you really care about women, then you're going to be pro-choice because it's that woman's body. You shouldn't tell a woman how she, you know, what she does with her body, right? My body, my choice. I mean, that's literally, there are Christians who say that and women, they have a right to choose. Okay. My question is, are you more, so if, if, if that's true, right, are you more virtuous than God himself? Because God literally says in his word, and you know this, we all know the Ten Commandments, one of them is thou shalt not kill, which that word kill there literally means murder or to take the life of an innocent person, right? So Mm -hmm. ask yourself right now, is the baby that, that, that was born, has the baby done anything? Is it the baby's fault that the baby was born? Like, what did the baby do that warrants the killing of it? Right? Like, that, mm. that, that's what we have to ask ourselves. I'll wait. See, there is no excuse for it. Right? So, when we say things like, it's my body, it's my choice, and, and you know, if we're good Christian people, we would... We're going to embrace this thing that says that it's, it's my body, right? And, and women should have rights. And if Jesus was here, Jesus would, would elevate women. I'll tell you, he did elevate women in the New Testament. And if you look in the New Testament, women were elevated more by Jesus than probably anyone else in scripture, even though in that particular day, women were looked at as like cattle. Like they, they didn't have any rights, no say, they were not even, they weren't even counted, right? And so when you look at things like that and somebody says, well, it's my body, my choice. Well, I, I would ask you is, are you more virtuous than Jesus? Because Jesus says, push, push the woman aside, right? And we can take care of her, but now we have this innocent life that we have to protect. And we don't get to pick and choose and say, well, the woman's life is more important and the baby's life, well, we're just not going to do anything with that. That's not what the Bible says. So I think that's... And that's a good point because I think, and I love that you brought it to the Christian perspective like right away. Because what I think is, is that you might be listening going, okay, why are they talking about virtue signaling? Like what, what, what is, what prompts this? What prompts this is a degradation of society. Yeah. And let me explain this. And I'm, this is why I'm glad you brought it to Christianity, Kevin, because we're both Christian men. Yeah. And, and, and listen, Kevin and I both are at fault of virtue signaling yes. at times. We, yep. it's, it's human nature to, to want to promote a side that you agree with, even if, if at times you don't know why you fully agree with that side. It's just, it's human nature to be emotional about that. But here's the deal. Is our virtue compromising our value? And that, and what I mean by that is, is when we virtue signal, when we suddenly just camp on a side because it sounds good, it feels good, it's what society is saying is good, have we now compromised our moral values in what we truly believe because we're starting to shape the way we think because of how others feel and believe? 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you brought up the perfect example there with Christians that, that talk about like, Hey, listen, my body, my choice. Well, wait a minute now. You've got to decide Mm -hmm. who's calling good and evil, you or God. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and especially when it comes to politics, I mean, especially when it comes to politics, Yeah. when it comes to race issues, when it comes to Me Too movement, when it comes to the Equality Act, this is where the church starts to see a degradation of their values because now their values are being overtaken and overpowered by what they think is virtue. Yes. And this is where we start to see conflict. When you go, how can a leader of a church support abortion? Or how can somebody in a church support abortion yet still? Well, here's how. Because there's no solid line on what their value is. Okay. And so now they're allowing the virtue of society to overpower what God values in that. And listen, if we don't have an education on what God values, we're not going to understand God. We're not going to understand how a good God could call that, you know, and we can just fill in the blank. But if we don't allow our emotions to persuade us into what we think, what we think is virtuous, then we wouldn't have this. And that's not just in the church. I don't want to just say it's in the church. That's in society in general. Yeah. When there's, when there is no clear, like line of morality there, when there's no authority telling you what's good and what's evil, that's there's right. going to be destruction that follows. That's right. And that doesn't have to be just a biblical statement. That is a, that's just a logical statement. That's you know right. what I'm saying? And unfortunately, when we make decisions based off of virtue signaling, when we make decisions based off of what sounds good, what if I, I mean, politicians do this all the time. All the time. And we, and, and we vote on them. Yeah, that's <laughs> and right. what they're doing is virtue signaling. Yes. Okay? Yes. But the problem is, is that we've literally raised, we raise up a culture in that. And so mm-hmm. we have to be aware that when we're shocked that there's turmoil and we shocked that there's tension, and then we say, where's the change? And, and why hasn't anything changed? It's not that people don't care. It's that people are saying too much that they don't believe truly deep down inside. That's right. Because here's the deal. Virtue will get you to say something, but value is what's going to get you to do something. That's Virtue right. will get you to post and say certain things and apologize for being white. But what you value is ultimately is it's what's going to determine what you do the second you physically walk out of your home that day. Right. Man, you hit the nail on the head on so many points. Yeah, you know, just because you say something on Facebook, it doesn't that doesn't change the world, right? Mm. That's not that's not what we need. I mean, you mm-hmm. you can say, you know, you can say whatever. Uh, you know, we should we should feed the poor and, you know, hashtag, you know, save the world, whatever. I mean, you, you can do all your things, right? But if you're not going out and actually doing anything to move the needle in that area, it doesn't matter that you're saying that. And again, like Kyle said, you go back and you go, well, why isn't anything changing? It's because a bunch of people made themselves feel good, right? They made mm-hmm. themselves feel good and they checked that feel good box, but they, they didn't check anything in the action box. And, and when you yeah. have people like a Warnock, who was was or is saying things like you know G, you know abortion Jesus would support abortion what are you even talking about right now hmm. and and Kyle hit the nail on the head when he said listen that's why people will say crazy things out of their mouth as christians like hey it's okay to kill babies because 
their virtue is that the woman is taken care of at all costs, because that's what the world says is the virtuous thing to do. But that's not what God says. We don't get virtue from the world. We don't get it from Facebook. We don't get it from politicians. We don't get it from the media. We get virtue from the word of God. What does God say? Who and what does God say is important, right? You know what I think virtue signaling reminds me of? (laughs) Have you ever had to go to something that you truly didn't want to go to, whether it be a wedding or a ceremony or like a birthday party, but you're like, listen, if I don't go here, I'm going to be hated. Yeah. And so you go to save face. Mm. And I feel like, I feel like the reason that this is such an important topic is because if we are going to be a society that is run by something like virtue signaling, we're just a society that's saving face. That's we're right. present, but we're not present. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And, and that's what I mean by, and you'll know that you don't really want to be there because there's all these awkward conversations. There's really no investment. You're kind of just there and you're like, you got a clock ticking. Like after 30 minutes, I'm going to kind of step out and I got something to do. Yep. But that, so what we see is, is that actually take place where media will throw something like another white police officer, black victim, media will throw something like another transgender or homosexual situation, and now society has the decision to make. Do I show up for this? Mm-hmm. And if I don't, am I going to be hated? Yep. But if I show up for it, I'm just saving face, I'm going to say what I have to say, and then I'm going to back away, but there's no real relationship connected there. Yes. That's kind of what virtual or virtue signaling, like, that's how it feels to me. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, we have a bunch of people that are showing up to the party on all of these topics, but all they're doing is creating turmoil. Whether you're conservative or liberal, you know what I'm saying? You're just stirring the pot. And then once the pot is stirred, you're backing away for good. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But but everything's meshed together for someone else to figure out. And then you have people who are wounded in the process, friendships that are lost in the process because you made a statement you never should have made because you never should have been there in the first place. Yes. Yes. And I, I don't know. I, it was like a weird like analogy no. that just kind of came. No, that wasn't in in the show notes, but that's that, just that what I felt. Perfect. And I don't. I'm not going to even try to add to that because that is exactly. So what it's moral like. of the story is: if you don't want to go to that party, don't go to that party. That's right. <laughs> right. Yeah. If people can't understand that, then they weren't family and friends to begin with. And listen, if you don't know enough to have a conversation about whatever the media throws our way, then don't have the conversation. You don't have to. Ha- you don't owe the world a conversation that's right you don't owe the world anything yeah and it's perfectly fine for you to stay neutral or you to take your stance and not be public about it yes yes an example of this guys too in a political way was congresswoman omar Mm. she's part of the squad and she if you remember especially like right in the thick of the pandemic she was saying things like we should cancel cancel mortgages and rent we should cancel student loans right you know i was like amen let's do this (laughs) (laughs) i'm hey i'm here for that i'm showing up to that party right (laughs) and you're staying more than 30 minutes for that one (laughs) oh yeah i want to see my mortgage leave right (laughs) But but think about that for a second, okay, guys? Just think about that, all right? 
And I love you guys. I, I and, 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 and the reason why we bring these things up is because we want to expose this, you know, the culture and really what's happening right now. So think about this. So she's a congresswoman and she's saying we're going to cancel mortgages, mm-hmm. rent and student loans. Now, if you hear that as a person who is going through a pandemic and mm-hmm. you have a mortgage that you can't pay because you lost your job because your job had to lay you off because of the pandemic or you can't pay your student loans because you're on an unemployment or you can't pay your rent because you, your wife lost her job. When you hear that, it sounds virtuous. It sounds great. Here's the problem with that. It's literally not possible. A person that is a congresswoman who can actually go and vote things to be law is saying something (laughs) that could never be put into law without severely hurting the very people that she's saying is she's trying to help. Right. So when those words come out of her mouth, things like we should get rid of mortgage payments, we should get rid of loans, we should get rid of rent payments. You have to understand when you tweet that, (laughs) retweet that, when you put that on your Facebook status, here's the problem. You're not thinking deeply. What you're doing is it sounds good and it makes her look good and probably will get her reelected by people who have zero idea that that can't be done. Because here's what's going to happen. If you were to cancel, just think about it. If every mortgage company were to cancel the mortgage payments for everyone that has a mortgage, landlords would cancel rent payments and then student loans weren't paid back. What do you think is going to happen? Those landlords are going to lose their house, their houses, right? Because a lot of them don't own them outright, okay? The banks that loaned all that money, they're going to go under. (laughs) What happened in 2008, right? We had a, a banking crisis and it crashed the American economy, right? But she's not, she doesn't want you to think too deep. She just wants you to hear what she has to say because it sounds good. And because we're all emotional, we go along with it and go, you know, that's right. We should. We're the government. You know, the government's got all of these billions and trillions of dollars. Why don't they do a little something for the people and cancel all of these? It doesn't even make sense. So it makes her look good, but it will never change anything. Ask yourself. Did we cancel mortgage payments? Did, 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 we, did we cancel any of this stuff? Did she get all the Congress people together and, and, and come up and draft a policy that would let that happen? Of course not, because it is impossible for it to happen. Folks, that is the epitome of virtue signal. Yeah, no. And, and I mean, we're kind of setting this up, <laughs> kind of spoon feeding a, a little bit of a process here, and you'll see it kind of come full circle in a second here, but let's think about COVID for a second. And let's think, and listen, listen, by no way 
are Kevin and I taking a stance on any of this? We're giving you examples here. So yeah. don't take me as like an anti-mask guy or anything like that. Oh, but no, no, no. how many, how many wear a mask, stop, a, stop the spread signs did you see? Or how many, you know what I'm saying? How many yeah. of, of people that you saw that were virtue signaling because they were choosing to follow orders and wear a mask, right? Yep. People could respectfully wear a mask or respectfully not wear a mask. Don't get me wrong. But then there were the, the people that were verbal. They were, they were 100% about it. And how many of those people all honestly didn't leave their houses for the first couple, you know what I'm saying? The first right. couple of months in there. But even with COVID, Kevin, we've seen, we've seen this sense of like virtue signaling. I actually had a conversation with someone in my family, so I don't care, but where they didn't leave the house for a couple months, mm-hmm. but they're cracking on all of us about the rules that we're breaking and this and that. You need to be this. You need to be. I'm like, well, the second you step out of your door and you actually do that, will be the second I respect what you have to say. You know what I'm saying? Right. And right. so, but with that being said, there's a, there's just another example of how the media will put something in front of us, and we have the choice, guys. We have the choice mm-hmm. to show up to that party, mm-hmm. and we have consistently partied hard. As yeah. a society. Yes. And it's ruined. It's ruined us. It really has. We've lost, we've lost sight of where our moral is, where our line of morality is, where our values are. We've dangerously gone to what feels good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We, we've sat, and, and again, I mean, we've sat as a society what our morals is, what our standards are, and we've said that if you don't agree with these standards, then you're a horrible person. I mean, this is where cancel culture comes in, right? You know, just cancel you, you know, because you, because you don't come up to, to our standards. Here's the thing. I am not going to go by a standard uh, of a society that says killing babies is, is, is good, right? How, how much virtue can I get from a person who's like, oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's totally fine to kill babies all the way up until, you know, like nine months. Like we're, we're Mm -hmm. totally good with that. I mean, I mean, guys, that doesn't even make sense. And so uh, another just quick example that I have, and I know that Kyle is going to talk a little bit about the other side of this, which which yeah. is crazy. But yeah. I think about uh, Mayor Lightfoot in Chicago and we love our Chicago. We got people listening to Chicago and we love you guys in Chicago. But the mayor of Chicago. Right. And 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 listen, I go with my family to Chicago last two, three, four years. We went every listen. year. I love listen. Chicago. Linda, that is my favorite city to go for a vacation in. My, my favorite vacation is tropical. So if we're not going tropical, I would like to go to Chicago. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's just like, especially because it's like a four-hour drive. I'm like, we'll go spend a weekend in Chicago. Yes. Yes. So, I love Chicago. So, so I mean, that, that definitely not a knock on Chicago. But I, I think about Mayor Lightfoot, right, of Chicago. In, in the middle of the pandemic, she literally said, if you have a party, or even think about having a party. We will shut you down. We will cite you. We're going to come after you if you even think about getting together for a party. Now, you know what I think about? What? <laughs> DMX. Shut them down. Oh boy. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Drop. Shut them down. Open up. Shut. Oh my goodness. Hey, I, you I'm know what? sorry. I, I'm not going to even, I am not going to even acknowledge that I know that song. Um, we're just, <clears throat> <laughs> mm. oh 
Oh man. Oh boy. Uh, listen. So virtue signaling at its best. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Wow. Ooh, that was a dagger. All right. So, but listen. Back to our Chicago peeps. All right. So Mayor Lightfoot. Right. She says, "Listen, you can't have a party. We're gonna shut you down. We're gonna cite you." Okay. Sounds really good. She's trying to protect her city, right? We don't want you to have a, even if you think about having a party, we're going to come find you, okay? Is what she said. Now, sounds good, but here's the problem. Chicago has one of the highest murder rates out of Mm -hmm. any city in the United States of America. Okay. Yep. You go to any statistics, you go look it up. In 2019, their crime rate was was higher than 93.1% of US cities. Okay? So Mayor Lightfoot, if you really care about people like that, you would be doing something about the ridiculous amount of crime that is running rampant in the streets of Chicago. Right. So mm-hmm. here's what you guys have to understand. It sounds good on the surface that she wants to keep people safe. But if you really want to keep people safe, you need to do something about the crime in your city because yeah. people are dying like it's a war zone in Chicago. Right. And so this is what we're talking about, guys. And it's not because we're trying because we don't usually call out people by name. And it's really not about that. What we're trying to give you is examples of where people are not moving the needle in society. Mm -hmm. They're talking about it. They're acting like it, but nothing's being done about it, which does not help you or me. And it doesn't and also doesn't help our children that we're raising. Right. We want to raise a generation of people who truly, as Kyle said, have values. Right. Who yeah. who has at their core, you know what? All lives truly do matter. And I'm going to do everything that I can to make sure that I'm contributing to mm-hmm. that, not just yeah. in word, but also in deed, because as Christians, that's what we're supposed to do. We're not supposed yeah. to make ourselves look good. Right. But mm-hmm. we're really not good. And we'll 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 talk some scripture here in just uh, just a few minutes, because remember, we're here to help you navigate culture from a biblical perspective. Right. And listen, I'm sure I'm sure that we went and kind of had more of a conservative bent there. And so our conservative listeners are probably like, yeah, you tell them. <laughs> don't don't hashtag Black Lives Matter if you don't really mean it. Or, <laughs> you know, you tell them, don't, don't, my body, my choice. Here's the deal. Just like we said, having that virtue signaling part of you where you, you kind of want to just jump on the bandwagon and show support for something yet not have action in it, that stirs the pot. We have to understand that there's an opposite side of that. And sometimes... When we get irritated with one side, we overreach too far on the other side to prove our point too. And we're doing the same exact thing just on the other side of the spectrum. It's like saying, I don't like number two, so now I'm going to be negative two on the scale. You're basically evening out yourself just a different look. And what I mean by that is basically the opposite of having 
the opposite of being doing virtue signaling is vice signaling. Basically, supporting the definition is supporting lawlessness. And I think a lot of times, conservatively, what we do is we say something and we don't realize that what we're promoting, even though it is opposite of what they're saying sounds good and it sounds good to us, it's still not good. Okay. It's, it's, it's your choice that you still don't have to show up to the party for because you can still make that choice. And not create that argument. You can still make that choice and not create that tension, not create that animosity. And one of the things I've started saying, seeing recently, and now, now listen, I'll come on the air and say, I'm not, I'm not for the vaccines. I don't, I don't, I am personally not going to get vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's fine. I don't think that someone who's getting vaccinated is wrong. This is just my choice. But what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to, as a pro-life person who hates the phrase, my body, my choice, when it comes to abortion, I'm not going to then go on my vice and say, my body, my choice, I'm not getting vaccinated. Right. Okay? Right. I can't do that. As, as a Christian man who has a line of morals say, if, if my body, my choice isn't okay for a mother who has been raped, you know what I'm saying? Yes. To say, I don't want to deal with this because it's my body. It's my choice. Rape wasn't my choice. This baby wasn't my choice. That's but right. this body is my choice. If that answer still isn't good enough for me for that, then that answer cannot be good enough for me for the vaccines, even though I don't want the vaccine. You right. see what I'm saying? Yep. And what we're seeing on social media, and listen, I love you. Like, Don't get me wrong. But what we're seeing on social media is we're seeing that. And I just want to warn you that your take just to be against the take that you don't like, it doesn't make it okay. Right. And what we're seeing is that we're seeing the side of, well, I don't like their virtue signaling. So now I'm going to vice signal. Well, you have to understand that in return, you may accidentally promote lawlessness. Now, my body, my choice isn't promoting lawlessness. But if you go back to the George Floyd case, mm, mm. okay, and listen, that was heavy. And we, we even said on our show, we love black lives yeah. and we love police. Absolutely. So there's no side that we're, ta- we're, we're taking right and wrong. We're taking legal and illegal. Okay. That's yes. what we're always going to take. Yes. And we're going to take a biblical standpoint to that. So listen, all people matter to us. We love all people and we want to support, we want to honor our government. But here's the deal. We've seen the arguments of, hey man, that cop had his knee on his neck for nine minutes. Hmm. Mm-hmm. For for no reason should that ever happen, right? Mm-hmm. And so now you've got the virtue side of it, talking about the lawlessness that happened. But then we've got those that are like, I'm back in the blue. And they're forgetting all of what's going on. And listen, it's okay to back the blue and still support black lives. That's right. You can do both. That's you know right. how you do both? You don't enter into that argument. That's right. You don't enter into that conversation. You don't give that conversation a platform because that conversation and that platform is stagnant. It's going nowhere. Mm-hmm. So you just don't, you don't, you don't entertain that. But what happens is, is we do. And what you realize is when you entertain that, you're either going to take the virtue side that says that knee shouldn't have been on there for nine minutes. And then you're camping there Yeah. or you're going to take the vice side. And unfortunately the vice side 
at times will back the blue and say, well, George Floyd was on fentanyl and he was going through this and he had heart problems and he was this completely ignoring the fact that a cop acted out of lawlessness Mm -hmm. in that situation. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. what you do, especially if you're a Christian man or woman, Mm -hmm. is you ruin your witness in that moment because it's not about left or right. It's not about black or white. That was specifically about right or wrong. That's right. And there was a lot of irrelevant facts that came into play there that the media put out there. And guess what the, wor- the church world did? They showed up to that party. Yep. And they didn't realize that while they were battling virtue, they were promoting vice. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a scary place to be. And I think that's why we lose our credibility on social media. We lose our credibility in friend groups. We lose our credibility with family members. Because when you take a stand like that and you use irrelevant facts, you prove that you have not thought about this mm-hmm. in a way that you actually care about it. Instead, yeah. you've thought about how to respond in a way that you can combat what you don't like. Yes. Because yes. it didn't feel good. Yeah. You know, have your own opinions about things, yeah. you know, you know, be your own person. You don't have to follow the cry. I mean, I just, you know, my wife says this to me sometimes. She's like, you know, if everybody's going right, you're probably going left because I just, I'm not a person that just follows everything. Nine times out of 10, if everybody likes something, I probably don't because it's just, I we like, already know that, Kev. <laughs> Steak. <laughs> <laughs> steak chocolate oh man hey i would want chocolate i just can't have it because i'm allergic see oh, that's true but that's steak, true. My bad. watermelon all that stuff that's just nasty you know we we've we went through that and if you're just tuning into our show you need to go back and listen to some of the previous shows <laughs> you can understand we've made a list of the list of things that kevin doesn't like yes <laughs> every week something gets added right <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, but yeah, I mean, you just be your own person, right? So if everybody else, you know, has their profile picture with the little ring around it that says, you know, my body, you know, my choice, you know, about vaccines or whatever, you know, that they have, you don't have to do that. You don't have to be a part of the mob, right? You can be your own person that sits there and goes, you know what? A person who chooses to get the vaccine, God bless them. A person who chooses not to get the vaccine, God bless them. Because guess what? No one made you or I the final arbiter on whether somebody should get the vaccine or not. And that's what we're saying. We're not saying you're right for saying my body, my choice, or you're wrong for saying my body, my choice. What we're saying is, is you can't camp on one side for one opinion on it, but then change the flagpost for another opinion on it. That's right. And we've just got a society that does that way too much. Yeah. That's all. That's, uh, we'll never tell you what you should do or ha- have to do. You're going to have to make that choice. Biblically, you have to make that choice. Yes. It's not forced. Right. Okay? So, right. but we have to understand that once you make that choice, can't move that flagpole every now and then. That's not, that's not how it works. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think, think, about, think about what Hollywood was doing with the rioters and the looters. You know, Hollywood celebrities were raising millions of dollars <laughs> to post bail for Man. rioters and looters. Now, now just, just think of that for a second, right? Millions mm-hmm. of dollars for that, but didn't raise a dime for the small business owners 
that lost their businesses to the riot rioters and the looters, right? Their businesses are burning. They didn't even do anything wrong. But mm-hmm. yet, because it was the virtuous thing to do, bail out the looters because the looters were being oppressed. The, those are the people who, who the world was against. So let's bail them out. But the innocent victims of their mm-hmm. crimes, and I'll say this again, their crimes, right? No, not a dime raised for uh, the people who lost their restaurants and the targets that were looted. And, you know, you didn't see them raising money for Target. You didn't see them raising money for Joe Blow, who worked all of his life to have this little shop with him and his wife. Right. I mean, this is what we're talking about, folks. It, 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 It looks good. It sounds good. The problem is it is completely empty of truth and it's completely empty of action. Zero action. No action at all. Right. But yet we're going to say we're virtuous. And I think this just leads us to what the Bible says about it. Right. I mean, and on the show, we always say, what does the Bible say? And I think one of the places in scripture that I think really speaks to this is Matthew 6. And if you look at Matthew 6, verses 1 through 4, it says, Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets, to be honored by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Right? So basically, scripture is telling us very plainly, if you're going to do something nice and you've got some values or things that you feel are, are important to you. You don't have to go on Facebook. You don't need to be going on Facebook. Now, this is just Christians, right? You don't need to go on Facebook and tell everybody that Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Make Black Lives Matter in your life, right? You know, you go into the inner city or go into uh, 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 the suburbs or wherever you find African Americans mm-hmm. and mentor them or, you know, do whatever or any other underserved population, right? Because it's just not African-Americans. There are other races of people and people groups who are underserved, right? So don't just say something on Facebook and do nothing, you know, and all you get is a bunch of likes. Ooh, I got 200 likes because I said Black Lives Matter. Well, that's great. But to God, that means nothing. If you're not putting your boots on and marching to to do something that actually affects black lives. Proverbs 27 and 2 says, let someone else praise you and not your own mouth, an outsider and not your own lips. Mm -hmm. Paul said in, in Galatians 6 and 14, I said Galatians, people get me, they get on me with that. It's Galatians. I I, I get it. Don't even don't say anything, Kyle. Uh, Mm. Paul says in Galatians 6 and 14, may I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, I love that scripture. May I never boast 
And, and, and maybe that's our prayer is, is God, may I never boast except in mm-hmm. your cross. Yeah. Right. And, and, and so I, I think when we look at all of this, guys, you know, it, it, it's not to, it's not a left versus right. It's not, it's not any of that stuff. We're coming down and saying, as Christians, let's not get caught up because we have been, I've been caught up in it. Kyle's, he's a, you know, he's been caught up in this yep. to a certain extent, you know? Yep. And, and I'm just, I'm seeing this and I'm going, man, this is, this is, this is an area we've got to be better, especially well, I, as Christians. Yeah. I've been caught up on both sides of it. Yes. I've done the virtue side and I've done the vice side because I'm going to tell you right now, I've wanted to say things that make people feel good. Part of me likes people liking me. Yeah. But then yeah. the other part of me is I know when someone says something that I don't like that I'm going to say something back, you know, or I'm going to post something I shouldn't post. I mean, I've done it. Yeah. I've done it, especially in the last two years through all this COVID mess. I've done it. But it's learning that we don't have to show up to those conversations. We just don't have to. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And guys, you know, at the end of the day, we want to be lights. And if we're part of the darkness, we'll never, ever, ever be lights. And so when you listen right. to the show and you're like, man, these guys have a, just a different take than what I hear in the mainstream media or uh, on other Christian shows. You know, a lot of it's because guys, we're just, we're going straight to the word of God and going Mm -hmm. straight to the principles of of what God, we know God wants for our lives and saying, guys, let's get back to that. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like you, some of this drama, we wouldn't even be caught up in if we would just go back to the principles of the word of God. Had I been thinking of this in the middle of the pandemic, when it was like, really like, tough and everybody was saying stuff and you know and I was saying stuff on on social media if I was really thinking about what God wanted some of my the things that I posted I would have never posted right yeah. and that's what the word of God is supposed to do it is to correct us you know it is to guide us and put us on the right path and so so yeah we 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 just thought that we we should pause and just chat about it. I mean, you guys were family. You guys are here with us every week, and and we we thought we just we just sit down around the table and chat with you guys about it. So we appreciate you guys listening every single week. And here here's here's what I'll say, guys. We need you on our social media. Yeah, and I just want to spend a couple of seconds on this. We have, I don't know, over a thousand people or so following us on Facebook. What we would like to see more is more of an active back and forth. So please go to our social media, find us on there, like our page and converse with us. Doesn't mean that you have to agree with everything that we say to like our page or to comment. You could comment and say, hey, I totally disagree with everything you said. That's totally fine. We want to have that dialogue with you. We love to learn. We love to know more things. And we love to to know our listeners. And so if you are out there, go to our social media pages. And Kyle is going to give those to you in, in just a couple of seconds here. But go to our social media pages. You can follow me personally. It's at the real Kevin Wilson on Facebook. And it's uh, Kevin Wilson underscore 20 on Instagram. And you can follow me there. And also, we're still looking into merch. We really. 
<laughs> we realized that that is something that we had said that we wanted to do. And we we are. We're working behind the scenes a lot. There's a lot that goes into this show. Uh, a lot of work behind the scenes. And hey, if you're out there and you say, you know what? I love the show. I'd love to be a part of helping with the show. Listen. You can reach out to us on social media or send us an email and you may be able to be a part of helping behind the scenes. So, I mean, there's all kinds of things. We got so many awesome things mm-hmm. coming up, you know, some some email lists and some text things we want to do with you guys, newsletters. I mean, there's just all kinds of things that we're working on behind the scenes. So please reach out to us. And also, if you're on an Apple device, do me a favor right now. Stop what you're doing. Scroll all the way down to the bottom. This really helps us out. Give us a rate. Rate rate us, rate the show, and give us a review there. All right? And, And if any other platform, if it has that capability, do that as well. But our desire is really to interact with you guys. And so find us on social media. Let's talk. And we love you guys. And Kyle, can you tell them about where to to find us? Yes, you can find us. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We are Thinking Out Loud Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. On Instagram, it's Thinking underscore Out Loud Podcast. You'll see our logo up there that you typically see everywhere you go. Our brand will be there. So you can find us on any of those pages. And then we also have a Thinking Out Loud Podcast fans on Facebook as well. And so listen, join us on there and just listen, do life with us every now and then. We like to post, we'd like to post certain questions about shows every now and then. We'd like to give you a heads up on what's coming up weekly. So you'll find that on our social medias. You'll you'll get little excerpts of the show every now and then and uh, just little teasers. And so listen, you won't miss out on that. Hey, if you order something from Amazon, and they refund you and you receive the package, you need to let them know that you received the package. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Well, guys, thanks so much again for tuning in this week. God bless you guys. We love you. We'll see you next week. 